everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Duo Podcast, where friendships are built through gaming. Um, if you were joining us for the first time, we are two best friends, and we do a gaming podcast together, and we talk about heated discussions about the gaming industry and other shenanigans. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Kelvin Rolone, and I am Rob Garcia. Uh, Kelvin, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing, dude. How are you? I'm doing great. Can't complain. I feel way better from last week. I had COVID last week. Um, you sound way better. By the yeah, way. yeah. It was, it was not good. If you want to listen to last week's episode, you'll hear how bad I was. But I, I it was, was funny because you were slowly declining as we were like finishing off the episode. <laughs> like you sounded like you know you had energy in the beginning, and then all of a sudden you were just like, "Yeah, man, this it sucks. Yeah, it is what it is." Like. Whatever. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I think it's time to cut this. I literally did one of those. Like, I like, well, I was like, I was like looking at you. I'm like, cut it. You we sent me a message. Yeah. You sent me a message like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm dying over here. And I'm like, I said, right, I'm guys. fading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't last much longer. I said, <laughs> like, well, move on to the next one. Let's get this, let's get this rolling. Cause uh, Rob's over here uh, about to pass out. So, well, welcome guys again uh, to this week's episode. Uh, some updates. We are doing live episodes now. So if we go on YouTube Thursday nights, um, we have the episode live and you can see a nice visual um, of us. Um, I think that's probably the best way to actually see the podcast. Um, and yeah, if not, welcome to our uh, audio listeners as well. And uh, yeah, really, we did the live episodes before and we missed it so much that we're going we're gonna to bring them back. It gives us more energy, right? gives us more energy i think people missed uh, missed the whole thing as well because you know it's it just a part of the community I, I think that's what really brought us back to doing this we want to kind of get you guys back into the community and just start talking to you guys as we're doing the show uh, but don't worry too we're still going to be focused on doing those little small videos that we do the clips of our podcast um we haven't been doing the greatest on that part and that's kind of my fault on that end so i will be honest on that but i'll try to do my best to record these videos and then try to get the edited version out as soon as possible it's just been a really hard year in a sense so well yeah. i mean again we're alive right now you catch on youtube and then every friday morning on your favorite podcast streaming service oh, um, show. enough about uh change the podcast Dude, how's your week and what have you been like playing? What kind of games? Any games? So, yeah, nothing really has changed since last time we discussed this. Uh, we, I, I've been playing Liza P. Liza P is still in my in my little pocket and I've been playing that for a little bit. It's been a blast. I, I, I can't say anything. can't say much more than this game is fantastic, right? Um, and that's really it. I haven't really touched anything else besides that. So, and I, and I like that. I think I, I wanted to touch... I wanted to pick up Alan Wake 2. I did. I really did. And I, and I still do, but I'm not going right. to focus on that right now. I just want to finish Liza P or maybe get close to finishing Liza P before I start that. Um, but besides that, man, that's it. What about you? Yeah, same. I've been just trucking, uh, trucking along with Liza P. I'm pretty much at the end of the game. But when I tell you I was throwing myself at the last boss like crazy, like mm -hmm. I just like... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything for you because obviously, but I got so frustrated with him. I I think I threw myself at him 19 times, 15 to 19 times, and I couldn't beat him. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. And I just it was he just kept kicking my ass. So um fun times. I talked to Nate about it, venting to him because yes. uh nasty Nate from the the, the trolls uh podcast. And 
yeah, he uh, he's just like, wait, because he kept telling me, I'm like, this game's not that bad. This game's pretty easy. He's just, just wait, just quit. And every boss was just like, how am I going to beat this boss? How am I going to beat the boss? This one is, out of all the bosses, I feel like this one is very cheap. He just, just has a certain move set that's just super, super annoying, you know? Is it so. cheap to the point where you, you just don't see yourself beating this this uh, particular boss? Or is it like, okay, I, I'm getting better as I keep dying? Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's always that progress that you make. It's not great progress. It's not big progress. It's not a massive progress. But you do have that slight progress. But, okay, I've gotten much better than the last 10 deaths. The problem is there's no, like, lag time for him. Like, there's no downtime, per se, for this boss in particular. And then even if you dodge the slew of attacks, you don't really have an opening to attack because your stamina is just going to be super low um so like you're you're worrying about like dodging all these attacks but you'll never have enough stamina to actually do an attack of your own so you're just like wasting it on dodge and then if you block that takes away stamina too so it's just like you're it's not only you're fighting against him you're fighting against your stamina bar which i feel like with a lot of other boss fights yes that's always the case like you're always limited with the stamina but it, it, i'm i'm getting i was getting mad i was just like you know what? i'm gonna put this down for a little bit and then I'll pick it back up when I'm feeling up to it. But I, I'm I'm there to beating it. I'm gonna beat it because I'm like, how can I not beat it? Like I'm there. You know, you're there. It's it's always good to take a break, right? Especially right. when the, when you're fighting those intense boss fights. I haven't gotten to that point where I'm just like chalking my controller at this game because so far, and I think you will agree, the beginning is a little. It's fair. It's it's not hard. It's not terribly yeah. hard. So I'm getting through the the notions. I'm getting through the beats. Um, I haven't a boss that i was like oh my god i don't i don't know if i can beat this guy you know i think i've died maybe five times tops at a boss you know um which is not terrible i feel like right so so far i'm i'm getting i'm getting like through the game relatively easy but i know i'm gonna hit a point in the game where i'm gonna hit like a brick wall and i'm just gonna be okay this is what everyone everyone was talking about like i'm i'm stuck right so yeah we'll see when that happens the game definitely does a good job of easing you into like, oh, this game's not that hard, right? When you're in the field and stuff. They actually released a patch um, where it made, made the it game a little bit easier, easier, right? Yeah, yeah, it made the game easier. So um, I wouldn't say this is like the hardest Soulsborne game there is, um, but some of the the difficulty spikes are not really there. Like th there's crazy difficulty spikes, especially with some yeah. of the bosses. Some of the bosses can be legit unfair. But again, Kelvin, you know what they say, get good right get good don't That's be a it. bitch did you ever be millennia from elden ring anyways moving on to <laughs> listen man i'm waiting for um what's his name uh what's that guy's name let me solo her let me solo, let me solo her. her give me like, yeah. give me some help here man because we've tried you and i tried and i i just can't get it i can't do it man so i don't know maybe when the the Erd tree uh the dlc comes out we'll go back I might, in and we'll, i might we'll go we'll back try. yeah you're right that's a good one that's a good one yeah oh my gosh uh, speaking, speaking of that, that man go go for gonna, it we're gonna see it i was, I was just gonna oh because it's been exactly that. a year since we last saw that's when it was announced at the game awards that's that right. it was coming so that's right are we gonna actually get a like gameplay and a trailer for it now probably i think we will it's been a year i i didn't think about that you're right That'd be really nice to see. And then you think a release date of like early next year or something? Probably March 2024. That's what I'm thinking because that's when Elden Ring dropped last was in March. March or April? I think March. March. March sounds right. Of 2022. I think it dropped. Yeah. That sounds right. I was going to say with the DLC 
soon at some point. And then they announced DLC for Liza P. I'm just like, damn, dude, like going back to those to, to Elden Ring specifically, that's going to be that's going to be tough because that game was tough. And I know you love that game. I know you were just all about it and you just fucking, yeah, injected it mm. right into your veins. So I don't know if I'm going to be that way. I just hope that I, I stick with it. Right. I, I stuck with it. And I beat the game, and I was happy. I was content with that. I didn't beat Malia, 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 what her name is, Malia, Melania, Melania. And I don't know if I can do that again. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I, I think going back into, I, I haven't, I've thought about doing a whole new game again and just doing like a, a new build and stuff. But I'm like, do I really want to do a go all that, or should I just pick up from my old build when I had mm -hmm. when I my first playthrough? So I might just pick up on the build I had and sure progress sure. the game so yeah um yeah so enough about what we're playing that's, that's it right you're just playing liza p that's it what are you doing yeah you got anything that's it liza p liza p and that's all that's all i'm trying to do i'm trying to take it slow i do want to play alan wake too uh and mara wonder as well but we'll see i also want to pick up the ten dollar dlc for resident evil 4 just because it got nominated yeah. for game of the year so i'm like kind of want to go back and try that because you get resident evil data. 4 did it did not the, not the dlc just throwing that out there no, no yes yeah, i'm saying i'm saying like i want to play the game the dlc because the game got nominated so i'm like gotcha. i want to yeah. revisit the game um but we'll, we'll see. talk about that more later well um let's get into some rapid fire news for the week we have playstation portal reviews and it's already being scalped so if you guys don't know what the playstation portal is it's playstation's portable screen that allows you to cl uh, cloud stream um your ps5 um through your network uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is deemed the worst Call of Duty ever. Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to Xbox and will and will be announced during the Game Awards. And then Persona Tact Tactica is coming out today if you're an audio listener. Uh, it's coming out tomorrow if you're a visual listener. And Mario RPG reviews are out. What do you want to tackle first, my friend? Um... I mean, let's talk a little bit more about the the whole scalping situation, but also just PlayStation Portal in general, because that released this week as well. And I've been hearing great things about it, right? I mean, we, we were kind of skeptical about it because of just the lack of features that it has. Right. But the fact that people are, in a sense, raving about the game, the, the, the whole, you know, handheld experience that, that you have now with the PlayStation Portal, I feel like it's... It, it, it kind of did like a, a a switch, right? It's like a lot of people did not really vibe with it when it first was announced. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, well, you know what? It, it has these features that are not here, but it's really fucking good. So I want to talk a little bit about that and then we'll talk about the scalping. Yeah. So the PlayStation portal, essentially, uh, I forget when it was announced, but a couple of months ago um, at a price of one ninety nine ninety nine. And it's a, basically an extension of your PS5 in a sense, right? It allows you to stream your PS5 through your Wi-Fi connection. Um, I think it's like a seven point something LCD screen. Um, and it's it looks wonky, right? Because it looks like a dual sense attached to a screen is essentially what they did. But it works. And people were very skeptical at first when it first got announced. They were like, this thing looks stupid. And what? who is going to buy this? As it got released, people got hands on it the reviews were a lot more um, receptive, right? They were like, wow, some people were like, you cannot, I can't live without this thing. This thing's great. I love, you know. Um, so I think with this thing, your mileage may vary, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on 
what you're using it for, how strong is your Wi-Fi connection, um, all this stuff. So um, overall, pretty positive. I'm going to read a IGN review um, over here. Um, it they usually give me like a little piece of like saying like what it actually like. The verdict, here we go. They give it an eight. Um, the PlayStation Portal is the best PlayStation 5 remote play solution available and their verdict was the playstation portal is the most surprising device i've ever come come away from loving after going in with loaded uh skepticism it's such a better experience than using your phone with a slap on controller basically the backbone Mm -hmm. um and it works so much better than i was anticipating so it was a pleasant surprise to everyone i like this guy by the way the one you have on screen i'll say Mm -hmm. more about that um i really love the freedom it gives me to play my ps5 from anywhere with decent wi-fi coverage especially when the rest of the family was using the tv um, to play switch bearing in mind that it is in no way a standalone device and 100 percent requires playstation 5 to function at all uh the biggest thing keeping the portal from being truly amazing though is the lack um of the access to Wi-Fi that requires a web browser to log in and lack of Bluetooth support for audio. Um, it's a great device. It represents the best solution possible for PlayStation remote play. If it wasn't for those two caveats with the, the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth, this would probably get a nine out of 10, um, eight inches, 1080p, 60 Hertz, um, LCD screen, not not OLED, right? Not OLED, man. Come on. So, um, I'll ask you, what do you think of this thing? Obviously, uh, you were you were skeptical at first for this thing, and this comes comes out. Are you more intrigued to get this thing, or are you still are kind of on the fence of like I'm going to wait? Um, I am very easily just swayed to tech sometimes, right? And so this, I was already like, oh my gosh, like I really want to get this, right? But I held back because of the simple things of the fact that you can't just connect to any Bluetooth. Like I can't like right now I'm, I'm using my AirPods. I can't do that if I'm playing the PlayStation portal, which to me is like a letdown, right? You need to purchase a separate uh, Sony PlayStation earbuds. That's $200, basically doubling the price of it for you to right. use it, you know, with your headphones. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I, I left off. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, not going to really jump the gun, but, from what I'm hearing, it, it's a solid device. And this really is a device for me because as you guys know, I'm a huge PlayStation fan. I, I have, that's kind of like my main console of choice, right? And so I would love to play Alan Wake, Spider-Man 2, you know, whatever PlayStation title I have on my PlayStation anywhere in the house, right? Like I would love to do that. I think that would be so ideal for me, especially, you know, having kids just kind of dealing with the hecticness of, day-to-day life that would be so easy to just pick up even when i'm in bed just playing and just having a good time just playing my playstation games which i love to do which i want to do instead of going downstairs in this cold damp basement like you know what i mean like it it, sometimes it's just not ideal to play here sometimes and sometimes i just want to lay down kick back my feet and just enjoy a game or two so this would help me do that obviously i have other options i have my ally i have my switch but there's something about a dedicated device for a dedicated console that makes it enticing for me, right? I think it would be the same thing if you had a dedicated device that Xbox made that was just solely, hey, you're playing Xbox games, Xbox ti- Xbox titles, and that's it. I think there's an audience for that. Maybe not the biggest audience, right? But for me, that 
speaks to me and I and I enjoy the fact that it's just it's just a fucking screen with two two fucking like two just controllers attached to it right like to me that's just like it 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 seems so brainless but at the same time it looks like it just works so I'm all about it the LCD screen I'm like eh right there it said batteries like four point four four and a half hours which is okay I think it's better than the ally anyway so I'm cool with it I, I like I like what I'm hearing I like what I see I think the two hundred dollar price point it's a little too steep for me so I'm gonna hold back and wait till it probably you know kind of drops on in price but I'm liking what I see so far yeah um I'm in the camp of those big two caveats for me the the lack of the headphone support because I would love to use this thing in bed right yeah. um what's up take it easy Jono. Uh, another familiar face from the elder trails podcast so guys shout outs shout outs shout out shut up um but um the fact that i can't use headphones with this in bed of your choice exactly my partner's in bed sleeping i'm up a little later i can't really play it at that point right because I, they're not unless i put on you know put on mute but no one wants to really do that right no one wants to play their <laughs> no one wants to play their thing on mute so um right. that that's a big big sore spot and i think for me i'm going to wait until mm-hmm. either a price drop happens or um they patch in you're able to use any bluetooth device i'm gonna i guarantee you they're gonna see the sales and see that it's not gonna sell as well as they wanted to and maybe maybe it will but they could see what people are saying that like why wouldn't they make the purchase and I think they, I think them doing the, the, just their headphones you could use it with. I think it's dumb. I think that's a very foolish decision. That's them being like greedy, right? Like being yeah. ex- incredibly greedy, being like, okay, well, you have to buy your headphones. And like, no, Sony, I don't have to buy your headphones because I, that's what's causing me to not buy <laughs> your device right now, right? Because I are have the, to head- the headphones are $200 and the headset is $150. Is that what I just read? That is correct. Yep. So um, I'm going to personally say I have a Pulse headset on my PS5. I hate it. I do not like it. I would not recommend it. Um, It's not comfortable. hate it, dude. It's not not intuitive uh, where the buttons are. I just just don't like it. I stay stay away from that thing. Uh, Earbuds are probably a different story. They're probably nice quality uh, earbuds. Um, But I'm going to wait for a price drop. Um, Same. I I think that's a good choice. I'm going to wait for you to get it first sure I, I want your impressions of it i actually might go to your house and like try it out and see like do i really need this because again i don't have kids right you do so you're going to utilize this more than i am but um like is the battery life what you wanted it is the sleep mode like what is the sleep mode like do you have to like reboot your every time you turn it off do you have to like go into the game launcher and relaunch your game again because that's how cloud gaming works or is it going right. to go based off your ps5 rust mode Right, mm-hmm. is it just like a mirror of your PS5? So these are questions I definitely want answered before I commit to to purchasing something like this. Um, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and and as far as the scalpers go, I mean, like they suck, really. Like, yeah, like, it, <laughs> what else is there to say? Right. It's just like a weird thing to scalp, though. Like I guess they thought that it was gonna blow up, but there's gonna be a ton of these things. For me, it's like. Maybe they thought it's the next best thing since like the PS5. Because remember, the PS5 was scalped. Like all the next gen consoles were scalped like crazy. Yeah, um, people don't so know. They, yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely like an accessory. Like this is not exactly that's flying out of the shelves. So, I think that's probably what it was. I think the scalpers were like confusing. Like, oh my god, it's a PS5 handle. This is gonna be great. People, gonna, everyone's gonna want it. But it's this is one of those things where like it's nice to have. You don't need it. Yes, that's um, exact. That's actually perfect the way you said that. And I actually love how that 
whatever they just did. I don't know what they just did there, but that was really cool. The way they just, I don't know if it just connected to their PS five, but that was really sleek. Um, well, yeah. explain what, what, what they did, like, as far as like, just, yeah, on, sorry. On yeah. There was like a, 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 you know, there was like a, a loading screen, but the way it looked, it looked really sleek. So it's nice that they put some effort in, you know, kind of the, uh, the, the UI. So yeah, I think this is cool accessory style feature. Like you said, I think you nailed it. This is something that, God, I love Spider-Man. This game looks so great. Um, it's, this is something that you would use if like as an extra thing as as a secondary thing and it's nice to have and i don't know if it's going to be something that people are going to run to the store to buy day one maybe some i mean christmas that might be a perfect <laughs> gift exactly this is a great christmas gift if you have the the budget for it right it is it, again it is a little pricey it's 200 dollars, but uh your your man's uh, who has a ps5 will definitely definitely like the gift i i guarantee it um i would love this as a gift um, alerts so. if you're listening you know what I mean? There you go. Um, it looks like the people are that are scalping the portal are charging as high as three hundred and thirty dollars. It looks like um, so like not that much of a difference. Like I mean, yeah. I'm still, it's still it's just annoying that yeah, it's just everything when everything comes out for the, for the first time they always do that. So um, I didn't think this was gonna get scalped, but apparently people are still scalping things. So, amen. Um. Let's move on. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 deemed the worst Call of Duty ever. This is from GameRank. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is now the worst rated game in the history of the franchise uh, based on review scores from critics. Um, this series low suggests that the Microsoft subsidiary might have to reconsider its near-term plans for the franchise given its trajectory. Um, basically, to say this in a in a nutshell, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three is more or less Modern Warfare Two. It's just there's a couple extra content. Um, it almost seems like it's DLC. I think there was actually an article that said this was actually supposed to be DLC, and they pushed it into a, a, an actual whole game experience. Um, I watched some gameplay of it today. I have uh, my buddy Rob. He was playing it, and uh, shout out to you, Rob. Um, and it's the same game. It's the same game. It's the same game. They added a cool new thing where it's uh, you have a tactical stance where you can like turn your gun sideways and it, it looks makes it more accurate up close or something like that. But it's the same game. Like if you told me, all right, which one's Modern Warfare three, which one's Modern Warfare two, I couldn't tell you which which one was which. Um, so I don't I I don't doubt why this is getting awful reviews because if you spend seventy dollars on this, you are literally just I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but this this is the thing. People will be spending seventy dollars because oh, yeah. we yeah. know that this is garbage, right? But the mass audience, they don't know. They see, oh, Modern Warfare Three. I love my I love Call of Duty. I'm buying this day one. And they're gonna realize how bad it is once they purchase it. But a lot of people just don't really read on reviews, you know. It sucks, especially if they know exactly what they're purchasing, right? They don't like Call of Duty is Call of Duty for like regular people. They're just going to buy because it has Call of Duty in it. It's just a matter of, of of shooters now at this point, right? It's just every year there's a new, oh, there's a couple of new guns and a couple of new operators and new locations and new maps and the same game types. Like that's just, and until people start not buying it, that's when Activision is not going to, is going to change it up or take a break um, on this franchise. Yeah, you nailed it. If you were to tell me, hey, this is Call of Duty, like, Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2. Whatever. I'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah, that, that looks, yeah, you're right. 
I can't tell the difference anymore. Up until you know, like like Ghost was probably like the only one I can kind of like really define. And then after that, Call of Duty to me is just Call of Duty, you know. So this looks worse, honestly, from what I played before in in previous games. This actually looks a little worse. It's just it's just a rehash. It's it, it's the same thing. Um, so I don't I don't I don't you know I don't doubt that the the reviews are bad, and I think uh, the review I think Gamespot gave it like a four out of ten for the single player. I think the single player is only like five hours long or something crazy short like that. Um, well, they only worked on the game for about six months from what I read. So yeah, that, it, that's concerning one because that's I mean with how big budget these games are, especially Call of Duty. That should not be a game that should be worked on for only about six months. Like games typically are worked on for at minimum three years, right? And so for yeah. this to just be normally like, oh, six months and just throw it. And and from what I read too, this was supposed to be like a DLC. So not sure what happened there. I, I mean, obviously I'm sure corporate has something to do with it, but yeah, it it doesn't look good. This look, look, look at good. Modern Warfare Two compared to Modern Warfare Three. Literally, what we were watching. Uh... Comparison. Some gameplay just now, and it was a comparison. And Modern Warfare Two actually looked better than Modern Warfare Three um, in the comparison, which is crazy. Um, so, guys, if you want a pass on a Call of Duty game, um, this is you should pass on this, in my opinion. I think there's no reason to to purchase this um, and, and save your money for a better suited game like Alan Wake Two, or even play a, a free game like Apex or something like that. Right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Halo Infinite. There's a lot of other shooters out there um, until this this franchise. But if you're a Call of Duty fiend and you love Call of Duty and you love the rush and you love the same crap, then uh, one thing I, I do not like about Call of Duty is the last thing I'll say is the way they do the unlocking system. You know how like you level up and you unlock your guns, right? Mm-hmm. You unlock your guns and you do the same thing like that. But the one caveat is it's attached to daily challenges. So yes. say you hit level 46 and you're about to unlock the Semtex grenade. Right, you unlocked it, but you didn't really, because you have to attach a daily challenge to it. So, in order for you to actually unlock it, you have to complete three daily challenges, I believe, to unlock the thing you already unlocked. It's really, really ass backwards the way they do that. I'm not a big fan. Let me tell you, I would flip chairs if I if I had to do that. If they told me, "Hey, you, this is unlocked," but you can't actually physically use it because you have to unlock three daily challenges. I'll say fuck off. Like I'm not doing that shit. And the challenges are just like cr- kill people, 10 people crouched. Yeah. Uh, jump from this hive of building in one game or something like that. Yeah, no, but no, the, no, the thing no. is you have to assign each challenge to each thing you want to unlock. So it's, it's just like a whole, they just want you in the menus and it's a pain in the butt. So um, hard pass for me at the, the duo. It's a hard pass for the duo. hundred percent. I hope this shows them that they can't just flush, like just rush shit out. And I hope that they understand this is going to be like, I hope it hurts their pockets, right? So that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Well, let's move on and talk to talk about a better game called Baldur's Gate 3. Um, We're going to Xbox release and it looks like it's coming via the Game Awards. So I thought it was on Xbox already. I don't know why I didn't think it was i know it's on ps5 i know it's on pc um mm. but i always thought it was on xbox as well but uh layer studios has announced that it'll be revealing the release date for Baldur's Gate, bleh, Baldur's gate 3 on the xbox x series s at the game awards 2023 um this was a tweet from larian studios the studios that made the game xbox players we 
Here you're looking forward for no more news on Baldur's Gate 3. The game is on track for a December release, Laren said in the statement. We'll see you at the Game Awards for the world premiere of the exact release date. So, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 was released with PS5, PS, uh, and PC, but the Xbox version still had uh, issues due to Series S inability to perform split screen. So yes. basically there was a whole issue with that. People were saying, Oh my God, this is bad for gaming. You should, they, for developers to have to optimize for these things and this whole thing. But regardless, my question for you is, is it going to be on game pass? No, I think it's okay. too early for that. I think okay. it, at some point it will be, but not right now. Next year, I, I can see definitely see that being on uh, Game Pass. I, I would I, 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 go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I would love for them to go and show like uh, Baldur's Gate three on Xbox, Game mm. Pass. So I, I, like you know, you see the Game Pass. I'm, I'll be like, yes. Well, let's go. it might be the case because I say that, but I also find this weird that they're gonna announce they they posted on X to then say that this is going to be at the game awards like what exactly are they showing like we know what Baldur's gate 3 looks like you're going to show us how it plays on the xbox series s it's weird right like, why? why would you why would you make a big announcement for that when you can just say the date like it's just gonna be like a trailer of the game and this could be like on xbox is january right. the third you know whatever 27th i don't know no I, I think it's i mean unless they're adding other features for the Xbox version that we just don't know about yet. But I don't know. So maybe, maybe you're on something here. Maybe that's Pretty the case. Chin. Maybe, maybe they're like, you know what? We, we need, we, they kind of, you know, Microsoft gave them a little, a little, a little pocket change there. Like, listen, guys, we need this on Game Pass immediately. What, ca what can you do? And maybe that's, that's the goal. Maybe that's what they're going to do at the Game Awards, you know? Phil, Phil Spencer was like, give me a number. Give me a number. What do you want? How much you want? Come on, come on. He <laughs> just snaps and the guys come over like <laughs> with the suitcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, so you, maybe you're onto something. I, I now that I'm listening to it and actually talking about it, I can kind of see that happening because again, why would they show this? Why would they announce this and then for us to just say, hey, we're gonna have this release on Xbox? Like, what are they gonna show? So, good point. Exactly. So we shall see. If that's the case, and then uh, what's going to happen when we're watching the Game Awards? I'm going to be like, I told you, I told you, I told you guys, I knew it. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. Last piece of news news before we go into the main topic. Uh, last piece of what? Game chat news. What did I say? I thought you said nudes. I was like, where? Whoa, <laughs> I thought you said nudes. I was like, last piece of nudes. Can I tell you about whoa. the show? Did I tell you about the shows I've been watching? Yes, you no. did. I do. The Naked Show, right? Yes, you showed. You told me about it. Yeah, HBO, okay, okay. right? Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's really good. I can't, um, man. What? I mean, maybe now at this uh, after the after kids the kids are, kids are sleeping, yeah, man. when they're asleep. Yeah, exactly. Or else they're they're in for a hey, mom. What's that? Like, yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the uh, snake. Uh, Persona <laughs> Tactica is out, um, and we got some Mario RPG reviews. So um, basically, Persona Five Tactica got an eight out of ten on GameSpot. Its Metacritic is sitting at about a 76%, which is decent. Um, if you're a big Persona fan, this might be something for you. This is more, uh, it's not turn-based. It's a little chibi-style type of game. Um, and it's more of like a, what's what's the game that I'm looking for here? 
oh my god fire emblem types mm. type uh type rpg so um so are you going to are you going to play this are you going to try this are you not interested in this is this something you're going to skip over i'm skipping this i think first of all i don't like the word chibi not a fan of it. I, that's what, what's what they are like. That's the I know. style. I just yeah. don't like the name. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. But yes, I I think I'm gonna skip it only because it. I think we've had enough of Persona Five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I'd rather just play Persona Royale, the Royal. Sorry, and right. just kind of go through those because I haven't played the the DLC version or anything like that. So I do want to try that out. Um, but I'm also kind of just over Persona Five. Like I want to move on to it. I can't wait for Persona Three to reload. Um. And give me Persona 6, man. Give me something. Give me something to like really get excited for another Persona game, you know? They were uh there were rumors swirling around that uh Persona 6 is in development. Um maybe possibly uh gaming awards, but I doubt it because this game just came out. Uh so I don't see and then Persona uh P3 reload is coming out um in February. So I don't see Persona 6 being at the Game Awards. Um would be dope if they made an announcement, but I just don't see it with the two other yeah. games coming out. I I'm gonna try. I'm gonna like at least download it and try it because it is on Game Pass. Um, right. And I'll I let you know. I I would love. Like I know they're like really milking this title, but give me Persona Six Arena. I would be all hands down for that. Persona Five Arena, you mean? Persona Five, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I yeah, I would love a Persona Five Arena and just put all the all the old characters and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, I I don't know why. Like Persona Four Arena was freaking dope. I, cool had, I I bought on PS4. I love that. I played it for a little bit, but it it just felt right. It felt perfect on that. And did I you think buy it digital or did you buy it physical? Digital for sure. I'm about to download that off your thing. Try it out. Play it. I don't think you can. Because yeah. I would have done that. I, try if you can. Let me know because I want right, to. Well, I definitely want to try it again, but. Yeah, dude, I, I think Persona 5 Arena should have happened by now. Like, I, I find that re really odd that it just never came to flourish. But yeah, give me that or Persona 6, man. That's it. Um, and then lastly, Mario RPG reviews. Um, mostly good. IGN, 8 out of 10. Games Radar, 8 out of 10. VGC, 80 out of 10. Game Informer, 8.5 or 8.75 out of 10. Um, it comes out November 17th, which is today, tomorrow. Um, and I think people are going to be, I forget, like our Twitter feed is going to be blowing up with Mario RPG news. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of people saying a bunch of great things about this. Um, it's a cult classic. People love Mario RPG, especially Gino, right? I know that was a, that's a fan favorite. Um, is this something you're going to pick up soon, eventually? You don't have any desire. It's just not. Um, I've never played the original. Okay. And I think it'd be nice to really try it out to see what the hype was about. Because I know, like, I, I think of this game and I think of Papa Gino's. Shout out to Papa Gino's. Um, and I, I do want to try it out, give it a shot, play it, and see what the hype is about. I just, again, I don't think now's the time. I can't, I just, I want a few months of, like, just dry season. Like, give me nothing for at least two months just to catch up. You know, just to play something that, I, I, I couldn't do that in like a few months ago. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like this is I feel like what that's what's happening right now, right? It's like we're finally kind of reaching the drier season because um at least until February until rebirth comes out, right? Um so, so then January, December. 
yeah, but I'm saying we have a little bit of time. That's why we're playing Liza P, right? This is kind of like the slow down time of of games. Um, I, at least I feel like. Um, sure. GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. They did say a few th- good things about it. They said, uh, not a few good things, just mostly, mostly good things. Uh, the good, truly um, admiral dedication to authenticity. Uh, frequently humorous and heartfelt writing. Fast-paced battles uh, are constant joy. Wonderful cast of heroes and villains staggering enemy variety the only thing they said was bad was new combat mechanics arm balance and eliminate the challenge so it's basically an easy game so that might be something to just kind of run through hey man i i do i i have heard that the music is amazing in this game so i think maybe black friday deals or something like that if they do like a buy one get one free for a game it might be might be good to like get Mario Wonder and maybe this, but I think I this might be say, excluded because it's like super like new. Like those I was gonna say, out. would you rather get this or Mario Wonder if you had a choice? Oh, it's a hard one. That's a tough one. Um, I feel like more, I just heard good things about Mario Wonder, but it kind of went. It kind of like people were talking about it, it was awesome and they just said it's crazy, and then I don't hear anything about it anymore. It you, that's like, funny too. I I've said the same thing. I I haven't heard anything about Mario Wonder. Like I, you know, usually when a game comes out, you. Like Twitter's blowing up or X, whatever, is always blowing up about the game and there's posts about right, it. Right. I haven't seen a, a single thing about it, honestly. That's, but that's it, what it's I'm great. It's like a 93 on Metacritic, but I just haven't heard people talk about it. Yeah, it's just a Mario game, right? People, it's just one of those things you just know what you're going to get, right? It's just comfort food and you're not going to say anything bad. You're not going to say anything good about it. Like, not the good, but you're just like, it's a Mario game. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our gaming news of the week. Let's move on to in-game chat. Where we're going to pick the nominees or not the nominees. We're going to pick the winners of each category for the game awards. It's going to be fun. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Posting or bringing this up right now. Boom. Here we go. The video right. game awards. I'm excited. Are you, man. Are, you a lo- are you logged in via gaming duo right now? No. So it could save. Okay. So log in first. Yeah. You want to log in. Let me uh, move this. Hang on. I want you guys cool. poking on here. You know what I mean? Yeah, poking, poking on Kelvin's shared screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Game Awards are December 7th. Guys, uh, we're going to be streaming it live. Um, we want some people to join in on the stream. So uh, we have a couple seats in our streaming platform to do that. Um, I know a couple people have expressed interest, but if you want to join in, let us know. Um, and we will have fun, crack some jokes. Maybe we'll see um, what's the guy. Martin, oh, hey Martin, yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't happen. I don't want Hopefully that. Hopefully it happen. doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, because they're just, just you know, we gotta stop with that. But let's start. Uh, Kelv, you want to go? Let's do close. Yep. So thirty-one categories. Holy crap. Yeah. So we're on the website right now, and we're gonna start going through the nominees. So go ahead and hit start voting. Yeah. Also, guys, yeah. Uh, audio version. This is obviously more so like kind of like a video thing, but definitely, you know, you guys are open to listening to this too because it's going to be, we're going to try to do our best to like name every single thing for you audio listeners. All right. So let's do that game of the year. That Let's do that one like last. Let's just Why do that all. first. Yeah. Right. Right. I think it's the biggest category. So if there's a big button uh, in the middle. Yep. You all. All right. Let's go top to bottom. How about that? Yeah. There we go. Uh, um, yeah. Bottom stop. You mean? Best esports event. I'm going to do my best to narrate what Kelvin's doing. So, uh, here are the games for the best, or sorry, the nominees for the best esports events. It is 2023 uh, League of Legends World Championship, Blast.TV Paris Major, Evo 2023, 
um, the International Dota 2 Championships and the Valorant Championships. I don't really watch um, too many champion ch- gaming championship stuff. Um, I'm going to go with League of Legends World Championship just because that's what I'm really? most comfortable with. Uh, I know you're probably going to go Evo 2023 um, yeah. because of the fighting games. Uh, Sony just picked up Evo, I think, a year or two ago. Um, so let's just go ahead and pick Evo. Let's just Thank go you. ahead. Wow, so we'll give that one to you. Yeah, you do. All right, so cool. All right, boom. Not sure in that. Cool. Uh, Next in the category, previous, yeah, previous. You go previous. All right, again, best esports coach. We have Christine Potter, um, Danny Zonic. We have Jordan Gumba. Uh, We have Yoon Hong Sung Young, and I don't know why this is. Yeah, um, it's for whatever reason. Show me as like a crop layout. Can you read that for me? Oh, Remy. Uh, XTQZZ. Um, again, I don't know any of these people, but let's go. I'm going to go with the League of Legends guy, Yoon Hong Sung Young. He's you okay he with has that a great name. He has a great okay. name. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Um, I honestly, do I have to go back here? Okay. So I'm, I'll just move back. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if we have to go through every single category only because we just don't know. Like esports, I don't know if you're into esports at all. I, I think it's really just, I think it's just fun to pick, and then like we can like put a tally of like what we okay. picked, and if it's right, I think it'd be fun during the the show to to yep. do that to see what we picked. Um, I'm gonna go with for for best esports team. We have Evil Geniuses, Valorant, uh, Fnatic, Valorant, Gaming, Gladiators, Dota Two, JD Gaming, League of Legends, Team Vitality, Counter Strike. Um, anything here, or you're just not, you're just you don't know. It's all you, man. JD Gaming. Go JD Gaming. JD Gaming. Yep. Okay. Yep. League of Legends. Let's do it. League of Legends train. All right. Next, Next. category. Best esports. So we're going to get all the esports out of the way really quick. Um, yeah. Lee Faker. Esports e- athlete. Lee Faker. Um, just pick Faker because that's like the one that I know. Okay. Yeah. We're picking, we're picking him. That was just the one that I'm picking. Yep. Best, best esports, esports game. game. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. So we got Counter Strike Two, Dota Two, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, Valorant. What are you going here? I think League of Legends is just always at the top when it comes to esports. Also, talk, Valorant right? though. I think Valorant has. See, been... I feel like Valorant this year. I haven't really heard much about it, whereas League of Legends has always been in the in the conversation. At least this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to go either Valorant or League of Legends, but I'm going to give it up to you, um, whichever one you think, because um, I've picked a couple other ones. But up to you. What do you think is going to be the, the biggest esports game? Just a educated guess. I'm going to go League of Legends. All right. League of Legends. Let's do it. I'm going to keep tally of this, and then we're going to see what, you know. We got them all. I'm actually get them all right. Of course, man. Game and duel. Um, Best crew is the best creator, best creator of the year, content creator of the year. It's uh Iron Mouse, people make games, Quackity, and then what are the other two? Spreen and Cypher, Cypher PK. Um, never heard of any of these people, by the I way. I haven't heard of any of these, so I'm gonna go with people make games. Yeah, I think that like sounds kind of cool, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people um, make games. Let's see, I don't mind that. John in the chat says, Who are these? Right, exactly. Okay, and now Apex we're getting is the best. I, I kind of agree with you there. I don't know why he knows Cypher. Um, he played Warzone a bunch. Originally a Fortnite player. 
Um, most anticipated games nominees are Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, uh, Star Wars Outlaws, Tekken 8. Kelvin, go ahead and just click it. We know what it is. Come on. Come on. I mean, Final Fantasy II, I mean, Hades II, really, really cool. That might win because there's a lot of Hades II fan, but... Oh, yeah. As a duo, we gotta go Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I, I get you. I, I, I hear you. Star Wars Outlaws, I don't really hear anything about that, so I'm not sure why that's there. I mean, I get it, but I also, I don't know. But yeah, Playing definitely this- 100%. Imagine if I click something else. Um, Final Fantasy VII is definitely in the talks, I feel like. Hey, Hades 2 is definitely a second for me, at least. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Best Adaptation. This is going to be good. Ooh, I mean, we kind of okay. know the answer, I feel like. This is a, like an obvious answer, but it's a good conversation. All right. Um, Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Mar- Super Mario Bros. movie, Twisted Metal. I want to say Last of Us, but it's going to go to probably the Super Mario movie. There's Are you no way. It's- really? Yeah, it's going to no. go to the Super. You know how no. crazy it's. You don't think so? I think Ooh. it goes hands down to The Last of Us. The impact that The Last of Us brought to just shows in general, to like gaming shows in general, like that episode, what episode three was it? had people talking about it for yeah but everyone and their mother literally watched the super mario movie everyone and their mother watched that all right right Um, right best adaptation recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium they both they both fit that criteria for sure i i want to pick last of us i do want to pick last of us but i do think super mario is going to win so i think for the sake of the duo um since you're leaning more towards the last of us Pick Last of Us, but I well, think Super Mario Bros. Hang on. Win. John in the chat here, he, I mean, he says Mario might win. He also says Gran Turismo was pretty sick. I haven't heard much about Gran, Gran Turismo. I heard it got decent ratings, so I don't think it was terrible. Definitely not going to win this, but i um, interested to see anybody ha- that's watched Castlevania Nocturne. Right. I mean, for me, like the last episode was amazing, especially, you know, the, the set amount of episodes, but I think super mario brothers movie came out and as far as video game adaptations go it's hard to beat that it it broke records i, yeah. I think i mean well we can go we can go for that but if last of us wins okay okay that's it down okay. your throat okay okay <laughs> super, super mario brothers movie for our pick Ooh. Right. okay best, best multiplayer Baldur's gate 3 diablo 4 party animals i know what tony is gonna pick um street fighter 6 super mario brothers wonder this is gonna be tough because i haven't played any of these games not a single one true yeah i only played party animals um it was a fun time i will say that but mario wonder i'm wondering why that's there so i don't know to what extent the multiplayer is in that game so is it like i mean i know you can uh, play two player right I, i feel like they show that in the reveal trailer but Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op, massively multiplayer experiences um, of the game genre or platform. I think that does qualify as Mario Wonder because Nintendo Switch Online sucks. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I haven't really heard anything about Street Fighter Online. Usually most people that play uh, fighters usually like to play um, locally, right? Because of mm-hmm. lag and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Party Animal is a great game, but I don't think it's a winner. Diablo 4 kind of came and went. Baldur's Gate 3, I, it's again, D&D type style. You mm-hmm. get your buddies, you're playing D&D, you got your clan under, or your, you know, your, your caravan and you're doing all this stuff. Um, 
your, or your guild, right? You get, you have your guild going. I think it's yep. Baldur's Gate three. I think that's an obvious choice here. Hmm. Don't pick Super Mario's Wonder. It's not gonna win. I was it's thinking Su- uh, Street Fighter six because I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. All right, Baldur's Gate is. Baldur's Gate three. I think is. The- Yo, I'm going I'm right now. Baldur's Gate is gonna fucking White. sweep. It's gonna yep. sweep the floor, dude. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Next category: best sports slash racing game. We have EA Sports FC twenty four, uh, F one twenty three, Forza Motorsport, The Crew Motorfest, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Two Turbocharged. Definitely not that. Definitely not the crew. Random. Uh, it's between. I I kind of want to go with the soccer game, just mm. because soccer is vastly just huge right um around the world um but also forza motorsport is another like there when it comes to racing they are it so but it was also kind of it's kind of the same thing against like that call of duty no i don't want to say it's like call of duty but it's you know just minor yeah. upgrades um i'm giving you the pick for this one um yeah i guess Soccer, it is right. You're I mean, going soccer. You're going EA Sports FC 24. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that's the right. I think you. I think it's a safe choice. You can't go. It's wrong the safest with choice. Yeah. 100. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Moving on. Best sim slash strategy game. We have Advanced Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp, City Skylines Two, Company of Heroes Three, Fire Emblem Engage. Haven't heard that game in a while. Um, and Pikmin 4. What is the category again? I just, I honestly forgot. Uh, best Sim best slash strategy. strategy. Dude, um, I forgot Fire Emblem came out this year. That's how crazy it's been. Like, it is, it is a strategy game, but it's like a strategy RPG, right? It's like, like Civ or like City Skylines. That's like a, like a main strategy game. Um, haven't really heard much about Advance Wars 1 and 2. It's again, it's like a remake. Um, Pikmin 4, I don't feel like. I didn't know it was like stress. I feel like it's right? weird, right? Right. I think I think I and Pikmin are would weird. say no. Actually, I think Fire Emblem fits perfectly in this. I think it it nails the strategy part for sure. Maybe I don't think it's. I don't think it wins. Um, I don't have a choice here though, so we're gonna go with your choice then. So Fire Emblem then. I'm I'm gonna go with Fire Emblem. I think it's it, it nails that like you know strategy like that's the key component to that game. So um, I mean, cities could also take it because that's like the quintessential stem yep. game, right? Yep. But, but like the best one, like what is the best out of these two? You know what I mean? Like I the don't, best I, yeah, I I would say for us, from probably the best one for if we're again we're picking for what is our very pick, loosely, right, here, yeah, yeah. So our yeah. emblem engage, I think, would be our choice if we were to choose, which we are okay. choosing. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> we are choosing emblem engage for best sim. Next one is best family, man. All right. I'll take this one if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pinkman 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I mean, you're the family man. I'm the family man. You're right. You are the family man. So what what do you think? Best game that is appropriate for the whole family. I mean... It's kind of obvious if you look at it. So, like Super Mario Bros. is gonna take it, even if it's not the best family, just by sheer like popularity. 
Yeah, it's just gonna it, sweep it. It's um, it's Super Mario. I think so. Yeah. It, it's it's just Disney Illusion Island. I don't think a lot enough kids played that. Pikmin mm-hmm. Four. Uh, you know, it's 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 a good. Although a good I did time. play Dis- Disney Illusion, and it was pretty cool. Like the cutscenes were really cool, and they were like literally to the T, like how these Disney characters would play mm-hmm. out. So it, it was really cool. Party Animals is fun, but I don't really see it as like a like a family kids game. game. I mean, it is, right. but like not really like a kids game. I guess just big Mario. It's Mario. It's it's a hundred percent Mario. Come on, come it's on. Mario. It's Mario. Best fighting game. Take it again. We have God of Rock. Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery. Never heard of that. Never heard of that game. <laughs> Street Fighter 6. Okay, this is going to be a tough category because yeah. I heard crazy good things about Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl 2. I heard like... <laughs> you were going to say like Mortal Kombat 1 no, or no, no, no. I heard such crazy good... Everyone was like, it's so much better than the last one. It's They did so many changes and yada, yada, yada. Um... But if I was a betting man, Street Fighter Six, Street Fighter Six. I, I mean, obviously, it's going to be between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Six. I don't. Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl could could take it. I'm just saying. If it does. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I think it got like really high reviews. I think he like did really no, well. It did fine. It did good. It did fine. It did better than the first one, but. You're comparing that to Mortal Kombat One. You're comparing that to Street Fighter Six. Like, there's just no competition between any of those characters, any of those um, games. I got a nine out of ten out of on Steam. I got a nine out of ten at a IG on IGN. Like, I mean, come on, what does it say? I'm, Amazing. These are the game. Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl Two knocks nearly every single one of the game's first problems into the blast zone while introducing the new and exciting new slime mechanic. A more interesting roster better visuals throughout okay so they're saying it's just a better game than the last one essentially yeah that's that's really what it did and i mean i i understand that for sure i think but mortal kombat looks beautiful dude and and just the way the 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 sheer product like the sheer production in that game is Hmm. like every time i look at that game i'm like holy shit like that looks does look good fucking good right yeah. Street Fighter 6 did, did look good too, but Mortal Kombat, I think, is going to take it. Take, all right, let's do Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal Kombat 1 for best fighter. Plus, you don't yes. really hear about anything else. Like, Mortal Kombat's still in the talks. Like, they have DLC coming out each time, you know? That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This, this, this pisses me off. This pisses yeah. me off. Why is Liza P on best RPG? No, it's not an RPG. It's not. It's not a role playing game. I'm sorry. It's not. The Soulsborne game. It's a, is it's it a, it's though? A, is it though? Is it not an RPG? That's not an RPG. It's not an RPG. It's not RPG in the sense of. I mean, yes, there's builds and like it's. You could say it's an RPG. You're role playing in a sense. Yeah, like, it's. I, I think see the, it, but I think people the, think the, role playing. The game, real thing is, why is Final Fantasy in there? <laughs> like, yeah, so that's an action Final game. Final Fantasy not, is definitely no, not an RPG. So no, no, it's not an RPG. All right, um, Baldur's Gate three. Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, uh, Sea of Stars. Final, first time we're seeing Seas of Stars, which is a great indie game. I don't even want to call it an indie game because the game was like 35 hours long. Um, and Starfield, which is, yes, it's an RPG. Starfield is, is an RPG, but it's a shooter. If you think about it. So RPG shooter. Um, I'm going to go with 
Baldur's Gate 3. I'm I just it's gonna win. It's gonna win best RPG. There's no way it doesn't win best RPG. And in the quintessential sense, Baldur's Gate 3. John I says, this, is this Starfield's first nomination? Yes. I think so, so far. Yes. Yeah. So far that we've we've gone through. Um Final Fantasy 16 is not an RPG game. It's an action yeah, game. That's good. I press square and, 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 and you have a you have a, a good argument with Eliza P, even though I, I kind of see both ways. So we can take those two out for sure. Sea of Stars, good game, but it was got repetitive after a while for me. Um towards the end of the game. I, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with it. Um I'm glad you felt that way because I felt exactly the same way. It's it's Baldur's Gate three. I, if we if we can play this game of being like, well, maybe they, no, it's it's that's gonna win. It's yeah. Again, sorry. this game is gonna sweep. Yeah. Baldur's Gate three, best RPG. Okay, Kel, take this one away. This is a good one. All for right, you. best action slash adventure: Alan Wake two, Marvel Spider Man two, Resident Evil four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, or The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. All okay. right, so let's just put this out there. We've played three out of the two, out of the six here, right? Yep. And I'm going to say one thing right before we start to get this talk. Is Alley Wake 2 a action-adventure game? And second, I heard Jedi Survivor had very bad issues in the beginning when it yeah. first launched. So that, I feel like you got to take that into account where it would hamper people's experience with that game. Um Alan Wake 2 being an action adventure, I would definitely see it more as an adventure game. Not really. But, I mean, I can see both. I, yeah, I, yeah, this falls there. Yeah, I see it. I don't, okay. I don't, I, I mean, it, it, it has games blend in so many categories and so many genres nowadays that it really doesn't fucking matter at this point. Right. Cause like, every game is an RPG is now. There. Like, yeah. Spider Man, you can consider that as an RPG. Like, why wasn't Spider Man an RPG? Even though it's very loosely, right? Very loose RPG. But, yeah, it's just it's genres are just all mixed together here. So I can definitely see Alan Wake 2 being like action adventure. This is going to be hard because for me, it goes down to uh, I'm not going to do Alan Wake 2. I'm not going to do a survivor. Um, it's either going to be against Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4 or Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom in itself is like an ultimate action adventure game. There's the adventure, there's action, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's all there. Um, Spider-Man Two. There's adventure. There's, there's also action. action. Right. There's a lot of uh, action. And then there's there's Resident Evil Four uh, remake, um, which is there's a lot of action. That's adventure. Does adventure? I mean, if you like running away from zombies, and this, it's an adventure, I guess. Um, but it's more of a very linear game, right? It's a very linear game in a sense where there's not. I don't know. It's not really. So it's best action. Yeah, best action adventure. Basically, this is what they have for the criteria here for the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. To me, combat, traversal, puzzle solving, that's all Spider Man. But also, Tears. I was going to say, puzzle solving, Tears has 120 shrines well, that make it just a Yes. Yes. I, I don't know, man. I feel like. I know you want to pick yeah. Spider Man. I know, I know you want to pick Spider Man. But I, but I think Legend of Zelda is going to take it for sure. So I think, should we go with Tears? We go with Tears. I think Tears is a safer choice. I think in the, in just a category alone, I think if it was just event action, Spider-Man, all day. Sure. sure. But, yeah. 
right, see, why is it not here? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this makes no sense. Why is there a best action adventure game and then there's a best action game? That doesn't make any sense. And there's no Spider-Man. Not, yep. that, that game was just action. What do you mean? Okay, uh, best action game. For best game in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. Uh, Armor Core 6, uh, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2. I didn't play that. I don't know that. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush and Remnant 2. Heard good things about Remnant 2. Heard very good things about Remnant 2, but I don't think it's going to win. Um, I think I think Armor Core wins here. Because yeah. that game is just like, you know, it's just the whole thing. Um, I yeah, love John Hi-Fi makes a Rush. good point, too, though. How How is Hi-Fi Rush an action game? Like, I mean, I, I, uh, it is an action game. It's just it's adventure. Yeah, I, I don't know how these how these work. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can see it. Yeah, because it's very. It's. I. But I. I see it more as like a rhythm game. That's why I kind of. Like, mm. I get it. I get it. So you said Armored Core. I think Armored Core wins this. I didn't play it personally, but um, I think it's the winner just because that game is just pure action. It's just you just submit Mac and you're shooting shit the entire time. And it's it's like, focused on combat. Right, that's yeah, literally it, that's it. it's just that's combat. it. Whereas Dead Dead Island Two is, I mean, there's some traversal where you're like hop, you know, flying through everything, um, but your 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 goal is to just make a badass mech that blows shit up and look dope, dope doing it with these big humongous bat boss battles. So, um, I, I think out of all of them, that's probably the best sure bet. But if you want to pick High Fi Rush, go for it. But I think Armor Core wins that fight. No, High Fi Rush. I don't think it's it's um it's winning in this category. I think Armor Core Six is. Towards that, so all right, Armor Core Six for best action game. That pissed me off looking at those nominees because I'm like, pissed me off. Okay, best VR slash AR. We have Gran Turismo Seven, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village, Synapse. Um, I haven't played any of these. Correct, me too. But. They were they were good. They, they these guys are sneaky because the profile the picture that they use for Resident Evil Village VR is Lady Demetriscu. So, and we all know people love Lady Demetriscu, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm picking Resident Evil VR Village. Where's Nate when you need him? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. He says Synapse is really good. Synapse? Yep, I heard Synapse was really good. All right, this is for Nate. I, I, yeah, pick after Nate. All right, synapse Ooh. for best VR game. Ooh, best Ooh. mobile game. Um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Venture, sure, <laughs> Honkai Star Rail, uh, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. Um, Honkai, I think I'm saying that right. Um, that one was at PAX East. They were like advertising it like crazy. I think mm. on PAX East, um, but. I'm going to go ahead and say Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis because I feel like people have been playing that. Maybe, yeah. or maybe Monster Hunter, but I, I'm going to, that's my vote. Yeah, I agree. Not, not much to say about that. I mean, I played Final Fantasy VII a little bit and it was good. It was more Final Fantasy. So, best Ooh. debut indie game. We have Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. I'm going Viewfinder Cocoon. I heard very good things about Cocoon. Um, right. yep. Did you play Cocoon or no? No, tempted, but 
um it's more of a puzzle game too isn't it but yeah it's i've heard really really good things about cocoon so i think cocoon might win yeah i give it cocoon cocoon is the winner for best indie surprised you started on here but i guess it's not considered indie game anymore i guess not i don't that's a whole different conversation well there we go best independent game (laughs) Wait, (laughs) wait 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 hang on what let me go back what is yeah what's best indie for best debut independent game created by a new independent studio okay and then go back to best independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside of the traditional publisher system okay so i i, I guess like made... has just been like sabotage studio has always been around Okay, I heard Dave Diver good things about that one. Cocoon, um, where you where you're leaning on this one, real quick. I think Sea of Stars, man. Sea of Stars, although dread like it kind of dragged towards the end. It was still the talk of the few weeks that it, you know, like it was it was a talk, and and people it sold really, really well. I think Sea of Stars takes it. It sea was a good. It was a good RPG game. It was a really good game. Yeah, best independent game, not indie game. There's a difference. Weird. Weird. Best community mm. support. All right, oh. John, we need we need your feedback on this one because I'm sure you have a lot to say about this. Baldur's <clears throat> Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14 online, No Man's Sky. Best community support. Can we look at the definition of best community support? Uh, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Um, including inclusive of social media activity and game update and patches. I think I know which one takes it. Cyberpunk. Think Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk's definitely going to take it. What do you think? You think you think Baldur's Gate? Mm-hmm. I think that one. There's again. no well, way. How? Okay. It's Cyberpunk. not a community. Nothing's been supported in this game yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Cyberpunk. Do it. Pick it. Right. I mean. One. It's, it's gonna ball is gonna win, but just pick Cyberpunk because that's I don't think it's gonna sweep this one. There's no way. I think Cyberpunk is gonna easily take it. I'm not like uh yeah, yeah. I, I think it's okay. Because right. like Destiny 2, they they've had their issues, right? It's not been the best in in the in the keen eye. And then when it comes to Final Fantasy 14, although they do a great job supporting the game, I think Cyberpunk, it was their year this year, right? Mm-hmm. Coming back from mm-hmm. the dead. So you make, no you man's guys. You make a good uh, a good argument there, sir. There you go. Best ongoing Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, 20, 20, 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Not Cyberpunk. Don't think it wins for best ongoing. You just think gotta, Fortnite it, takes it again? Apex Legends. Apex, yeah, Apex is always there, and it always is. It's just always there, and it's good. It can't go wrong. Apex I think Apex. Is. Yeah, only yeah. Fortnite because they had made they did the whole OG thing, but that wasn't until recent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Apex Legends. Games for Impact: um, A Space for Unbound, Chains of Sinar. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. Uh, Tichia? Is that how you say it? Tichia? Tichia? Chai? Maybe. Chaya? Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, Terrano and Venba. I don't I haven't played any of these games, so I can't make a good pick. Uh, you could pick pick one. Pick one for us. I'm going to say goodbye, Volcano High. That was cool. Yeah, let's do that. All right, all right, all right. Let's do that one. All right. How many more categories do we have? Mm-hmm. Uh, best in innovation and accessibility, Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport 3. I mean, Forza Motorsport, not 3. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is on here. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6. So I think the fighters have an advantage because they use the controller, different types of controllers. Um, mm-hmm. Hi-Fi Rush, I like it because of the... Um, obviously you can hear or see the sound, right? Of like when it's happening. Um, I'm not sure here, but I'm going to go with, I think Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Fighter, they always kind of had good accessibility options. Um, Spider-Man 2. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is considered a street, like a accessibility option, but I know Street Fighter 6 has a completely different um, like mechanic system where you can play similar to like how Smash Brothers is, mm. I don't know if that's like some type of accessibility, but that's pretty cool that they did that. Um, if you read it, it says recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games to be played and enjoyed by an, an even wider audience. And P- Hi-Fi Rush kind of did the same thing too, right? They added yeah. something where it's like, even though you, you may miss the button prompts, it, it still like kind of continues the game forward. It's not like giving you like, you know, you lost... You know what I mean? Like you have to start over. I want I fire rush to win a category. I want high fire rush to win this one. Let's pick that one. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Let's do that one. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. Before we Ooh. get to this, I just want to look at where we're at. Okay, so we have one, two, three, four, oh, five, six, seven more. We're almost done. We got this, guys. Best performance. Rob, take it away. We have Ben Starr, Final Fantasy 16. Voice of Clive. Uh, Cameron Morgan, Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Survivor. Uh, Iris Elba, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Uh, Melanie LeBird, did I say his name? Her name? Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal, Marvel Spider-Man 2. I just want to let you know that Yuri is also the voice of Sasuke from Naruto. Just letting you know. Um, but... As much as Mr. Alba is going is was awesome in Cyberpunk twenty seven seven, I know who's taking it, and it's been my man Ben Star. It's my man Ben Star with Clive. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, I he it has to be right. Like it has yep. to be. Like he he has to win. My only complaint is where's where's uh what's his name? My boy said, "What's the guy?" Yeah, name? I think because he didn't get as many lines as Clive. That's probably why. I wasn't guess. in the game as long. But he was also in Baldur's Gate, too. You know what I mean? Wasn't he? No, Diablo. No. That's where he was. Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. yeah, Diablo. Ben Star. I feel I like I'm in Ben Star. Fine, fine. But I feel like he should have been in there as well. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Come on. What are you doing over here? Best audio Ooh. design. Ooh. Alan Wake 2. Dead Space. Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. I'm going to knock off Marvel Spider-Man 2. I'm going to knock off Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, now it leaves Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, High Five Rush. Um, High Five Rush really cool. They worked with the Black Keys um, to make that 
soundtrack for that game, which is really cool. Dead yep. Space, though, those noises. Oh, I haven't played Alan Wake 2, but I could just imagine like that is just an insane experience of a game and the atmosphere they're building. Yeah. Um, this is a hard one. Um, I think it's going to go to either Dead Space or or Hi-Fi or maybe Hi-Fi. Um, I think Dead Space wins just because that's what kind of makes the game is that audio design, right? Like Dead Space isn't really the same without that, that the, 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 the scratching of the vents and the 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 he screeches to the monsters and stuff like that that really makes the game i feel like high fire rush you could put any mo- a lot of there even though the rock the, the songs are good you could yeah. kind of put any rock song well, any rock song but you know a similar type of rock song um i think dead space wins that that one is insane i also think motive studio did something i forget what it was but they did something that was really creative really cool there was a certain like prompt that happens and and I, I don't know if it's like your your breathing is different i think it is something like that where like you can hear him breathe differently depending on what's happening little details like that i think that's what makes the best audio design so i agree but dead space might win that but hi-fi rush is really right like right up there too so mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure either yeah, or it's, there's it no wrong though. answer here yeah we're almost done guys we're almost at the photo finish the last gaming category Best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. We have Alan Wake 2, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and The Legend of Zelda. Damn. Legend of Zelda is good, um, obviously, but it's a lot of remixes of... Yeah, I don't games prior. Um, I think it's Final Fantasy 16. Those that soundtrack got me pumped up to play that game and just the the course and the choir, the yeah. choir of yeah, it's a Final Fantasy 16. Sorry. Yeah, yes. I agree. There's no there's no real competition there, in my opinion. But um moving on. Next one. Best art direction, Rob. Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, Mario Wonder, um, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, art direction, I feel like. Tears of the Kingdom is very similar to Breath of the Wild in the sense of art and direction, uh, same type of style. So I don't think it wins that. Uh, I love Hi-Fi Rush. I think that is beautiful. Uh, Liza P, very cool game. Uh, but again, did get some stale parts sometimes in the game. Um, but although very cool, um, to me, it's going to go Alan Wake 2 or Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I'll let you choose between those two. I want, I want Hi-Fi Rush to win this. I think the art style was really cool and it just it was so vibrant so colorful so like happy you know like i just love the art style for that game okay let's do it all right moving on to best narrative we have adam Wake 2 baldur's gate 3 cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty uh final fantasy 16 and marvel spider-man uh i'm gonna scrub off final fantasy 16 because um i think the narrative was good but um some people might not like it. I know it kind of fell flat in some places. The game, Spider-Man Two, comic book, movie, Marvel superhero movie. You know, it's it was good, but I don't think it's the best narrative in the game. I haven't beat Alan Wake Two. I haven't beat Baldur's Gate Three. I haven't beat Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. Um, so I don't know who wins that. But tough. It's tough. I think it's Alan Alan Wake Two or Baldur's Gate Three. What do you think? Uh, how in depth is Baldur's Baldur's Gate three? Like absolutely story, insane. You know I mean? It's absolutely. It just. It's just ongoing. You just make your own story. It's it's. I don't. I I don't know. 
but I, I think I think it wins. But I, I kind of want to give Alan Wake two one because I don't think we haven't really given Alan Wake two one. Let's give Alan Wake two best game. Let's get in there. Let's get in there. I don't think it's gonna win this one honestly, but we'll give it a shot. Best game direction, Rob. Take it away. Alan Wake two, Balls Gate three, Marvel Spider Man two, and Mario Brothers Wonder and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Direction. So as you get closer to the top here, you start seeing the same, the same games, games over and yeah. over. You know. Uh, awarded for outstanding creative vision, innovation, and in game direction and design. Um, I think Alan Wake 2 or Baldur's Gate 3 is going to go hand in hand. I think more people played Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 wins again, um, in my opinion, for best game direction. Yeah. Yeah. Awarded for outstanding creative vision. And yeah. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, I think Alan Wake 2 comes very close to that, though, because from what I hear, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. That I'm, game, Right, I'm playing a numbers game at this point right now of how many people have played these games. Right, I feel like a lot of people play a lot more Baldur's Gate three than Alan Wake two just because of the release windows. Right, yeah, Baldur's Gate. Oh, Baldur's Gate's gonna freaking get everything, man. Here it is. All right, this is it, guys. Thank you for staying with us for all of those categories. I know it's a lot. It's a lot. Thirty one categories. We're finally game of the year. The most important of the categories. Kelvin, what does it say about Game of the Year? What is the description for that? Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros., Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Which one so is going to win Game of the Year? Um, let's definitely, we're definitely going to clip this because this is like the, the conversation, right? Of ball of, of game of the year. Um, but again, I know Elden Ring won last year against God of War Ragnarok. Um, yep. And the reason why we picked Elden Ring for us was because although we loved God of War, um, God of War was a continuation of God of War 2018. Right. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really, not, I don't want to say innovated, but it, it kind of stood in its lane. Right. And I feel like for at least Legend of Zelda and Spider-Man 2, it just kind of uh, a refined a continuation yeah. and it refined the formula, right? Um, nothing was as groundbreaking. Obviously, you had new spells and um, Marvel, you had, you know, the, the thing with Miles, right? You had him as an addition. Um, but essentially, it was very similar to the game you played in uh, 20. Did Spider-Man come out 2018? Right? I think it did. Sounds right. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Um, so I think that eliminates Legend of Zelda and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Um, if you would have asked me this question a long time ago when I before when I first beat Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, I would be like, this is game of the year. This is 100% right. game of the year. But right. then you got Baldur's Gate 3 coming in there and all the other games. Um, so if you agree with me, I would say I love Spider-Man 2. I love that game. I We platinumed it like Super I'm so happy you love that game, by the way. I That's love that game. Time. But is it game of the year? I don't think it's game of the year because of the things I said. Um, Let's just go we, right. It's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. Like It is. It is. Right? It is. It is. It's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. It's just... The only, the only reason why I think that it doesn't win game of the year is because... People, more people play Legend of Zelda. I'm saying Legend of Zelda could sneak in there. Not a chance. Win. I mean, not not that. No, there's a chance for sure. 
I just don't think Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, like you said, innovated enough. You're playing the same map, although there is another extra map included, right, when you go to the deaths. But, yeah, there's two other maps, right? Yeah, there's two different maps upstairs and downstairs. It's, it's a continuation of the amazing Breath of the Wild game that we played, you know, a few years back. I'm not shitting on it by any means, but I just don't think it wins best like game of the year right when you talk about game of the year Baldur's Gate 3 although we haven't played it shines like it it really swept the gaming industry when it comes to like innovation when it comes to bringing people to play D&D type of games that normal like normally people mm. won't really play that kind of broke the medium <laughs> right and that's where i think it shines you know um quick comments here uh Mr. Quick said Zelda and then Baldur's Gate 3 is rolling simulator. So rolling simulator in a sense of you roll dice uh, to uh, play the game. And it's not for everyone. Again, that's the thing that is I think Zelda can sneak away with it just because everyone played Tears of the Kingdom, right? I don't know everyone played Baldur's Gate 3 and if D&D is not your thing, you're not going to really like it. Right or it, or it or it could get you maybe maybe the adverse effect maybe it got yes. people into D and D right maybe it's like oh my god this is okay. that's the thing people that don't people that just stay away from D and I think tried this and this was like their 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 open their like opening their, their, their awakening to, exactly to D and and I think that's what the key feature of that is I think that's why like Mario people know what Mario is people have played it it's it's great it's fantastic but comfort food say comfort food exactly same thing i feel like with Mar uh, marvel spider-man 2 i think same thing with tears of the kingdom resident evil is uh, you, you heard a lot of talks about it being in, in the category it shouldn't have really been in here some people say it should have been some people say it shouldn't have been but i don't know to me i think Baldur's gate 3 is going to sweep this yeah Baldur's gate 3 is the smart choice and the edu the educational guess here um because we haven't played it so i can't say definitely this is it compared to tears of the kingdom but that for me the games that i've played obviously i love tears of the kingdom spider-man 2 so i would would i pick those probably but i think what's gonna win is Baldur's gate 3. so now question would you sweep like would you swap one of these um contenders for another game for me, I think Resident Evil 4 should be removed and Final Fantasy 16 should have been put in place. Yeah, I think so too. But at the end of the day, right, it's like, was it was it going to ever win Game of the Year? No, because you got this freaking guy over here, Baldur's Gate 3 and Zelda <laughs> over there. But um, I it should have got the nomination over Resident Evil. Yeah, just because Resident Evil 4 is not an original game. Um, so, yeah. All right, go ahead and click it. Baldur's Gate 3 is the gaming duo's pick for game of the year as much Holy as... Holy crap. Yeah, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. It's just you can't hear enough good things about that game. So um, catch us yeah. December 7th. We're, I'm going to have a little spreadsheet going, and we're gonna I'm going to see which ones we got right, which ones we got wrong. I mean, we'll do like a little game. And we'll do like a game, a game out of it. I think it'd be fun. Love it. I love it. Right? Yeah, I think that'll be really fun. Uh, 21 days left, man. 21 days left. So definitely, guys, please check us out on December 7th. We are going to be streaming this live. Come hang out with us. Come join us. It's going to be a fun time. If you check out last year's game of the year, we had a fun time with everybody. It was it was a really great time 
We had some beers. It was just, you know, a really cool time, chill and vibe. And yeah, stay tuned. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, we're, I think was, there were some tears that were that were had at the end. There were some tears. There was some laughs. Yeah, there tears, was like tears, a lot tears of tears on. of joy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of things. And uh, I'm excited for the announcements. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining in. Um, we have merchandise. Please go to gamingdoitpod.com. Support us. There's some nice hoodies, some nice t-shirts with our little logo that says uh, friendships built through gaming because that's what we do. It's how we were founded. Um, yes. Kelvin, anything else before we head out for this week's episode? Uh, you know, the usual guys, check us out on any audio podcast service. Definitely give us a like, definitely give us a rating that definitely helps us out. Um, and yeah, thank you so much guys. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Good night. Good night.